Namaste and welcome to Divine Talk Radio. Heal, empower, and awaken with your hosts from the Divine Lineage Healing Center in Laytonville, California. As I said in my last episode of Soul Talk, I was recently diagnosed with breast cancer and I really want to do a series of short talks here about the process of illness and facing doctors and tests and and all the fears and pains that happen there. Because so many of us go through that and it really deserves some reflection. So today I'm noticing that there's a lot of shame that comes up with illness. I have clients who've had talked about this to me and I'm feeling it myself as I go through my own health trials with breast cancer. You know, it, it's hard enough to focus on our healing journey with all that has to be faced and done. And unfortunately, feeling shame can be a profound part of that. So today, let's talk about it. Let's see what we can do about that. First of all, illness can be a private thing. There are feelings of vulnerability, disbelief, fear, helplessness that come up with the diagnosis. Further, people are in pain or exhaustion or in states of negative emotions. And all of these things are so difficult to work through. But the private nature of illness can exacerbate their effect on this. Many people don't share their vulnerable places and feelings with others. To have to tell other people about their diagnosis just it feels too private and exposing. And some of us, like me, were brought up to tough it out. We were taught not to show our weak places and to just play through the pain. I have to admit that to some, tell someone else that I'm not 100% is embarrassing. We don't want to see us ourselves as helpless or sick or fearful, or emotional or a complainer. This can be even worse if there's no medical diagnosis for your illness or your pain. And even worse still, if you're told it's just in your head. Oh, great, now we're not only sick and feeling terrible, but now we're crazy and apparently to blame for that. So what are we going to do about this? I'll talk for myself here. Um, (laughs) I'm a very private person. You might not know that from how much I talk in this venue or in classes, but I'm a virtual hermit. And in addition, I'm really quite the independent, self-reliant type. And that's part of my upbringing. And I'm also a healer who's now seriously sick. At first, I, I really did not want to tell anybody, especially clients. In my head, I thought things like, oh, who would come to a healer who's sick? So, I mean, you can hear it, can't you? You can hear the shame running there. So I went first to my soulmates, my husband and a set of friends that I know will love me without judgment, no matter what. For those of us who don't talk much about our private matters, we do need a few eternal friends whom we do not judge and who do not judge us. And my first suggestion then is to develop and nurture those true friends now before you need them. 
just share love when you need share with them when they need hear with them as well and do so without judgment it's a sort of soulmate process which i've talked about on earlier soul talk episodes so my soulmate stood with me in the shock in the fear in the confusion and in the shame and while i was in shock they were there to think more clearly than i could about next steps and to help me take them. But the most important part is they saw me. They saw me as a healer, as a divine soul, as the loving person I try to be. They didn't see me as my illness, but as my greatness. And they reflected this to me. In my weakest moments, they saw and reflected to me my strength. They reminded me that I'm a spiritual person, that even illness is a spiritual journey. And they made this journey feel spiritually heroic and meaningful by reflecting to me the me they know. They helped me gain a spiritual perspective to my illness that helped me regain my sense of self. I am a healer who is sick, and that can be a kind of blessing, a blessing of knowing, of empathy, of going through, and of clearing in me to be in a higher place. This having a soulmate to talk to becomes especially important in the vulnerable times because old blocks and emotional issues are going to come forward. I promise you, I testify to that. Illness can really bring up things we thought we dealt with. There they are again, some old fear, some old pain. We thought we were doing pretty darn well with that in our lives. And for me, it was my deepest block of unworthiness which played on me and attached to my self-identity and my finances. If you're a soulmate to someone who's facing an illness, first, feel with them the shock and the sadness. Don't diminish their experience by saying, oh, you're going to be fine, it's going to be okay. Feel it with them. Second, help your soulmate to know what to do next and to do it. And in all of this, see and reflect to them their divine soul nature that you love and know. Don't minimize the experience maximize the person. They're still them, even in this pain, and reflect that to them and help them find it. Sorry, excuse me. Because I'm crying because that was such a huge gift given to me. It took me from the depths a fear and shock to a place of feeling spiritually connected to a process of illness that I was going to go through and do well at. Now I have some clients who were ill so long that others just lost steam to call them to visit to help. This one client who was close to death for many years from Lyme disease Lyme disease. Her life narrowed down to just trying to survive the illness. And it became all about incapacitation. Doctors' hopeless pronouncements and cures that didn't work. 
And she was not only debilitatingly ill, she was in a profound and prolonged grief and shame at the loss of her normal life. She found as she went deeper into the illness and the, and the shame and the grief that the years stretched on and that her friends could no longer take that journey with her. They stopped calling and checking in. They just seemed to disappear over time. Of course, this loss of friends and support added to her grief and to her shame. And she felt as though she was going through the underworld and was detached from all normal human life. Oh, it's so sad. However, I'm happy to report that she did find her way through. And that's a testament to her own amazing, beautiful, strong soul. So as soulmates of those in chronic illness, we need to stay the course. We need to stay present. We need to stay willing. But I, I also want to mention something else I'm going to call spiritual shame. For the spiritual person, there's something that's an added shame. We sometimes wonder what we must have done wrong that God brought us this illness. Now, there are various beliefs and ways of thinking about that in various spiritual traditions, but in my tradition, people often say, it's your karma. You know what? When you're seriously sick, to hear, it's your karma, it can feel shaming. In the fearful, pained mindset of illness, that can be heard as, well, you did something wrong in a past life, and you were a bad person who just needs to suffer and pay it. You know what? It can feel like blame. Of course, it is karma. Everything is karma. Karma is the autopilot evolutions on us to get to our soulish. And so these people are not wrong. It is karma. However, to release the shame of that, we need to switch our perspective there. It's karma. But it's also the greatest opportunity of lessons of our soul. It's our soul's journey in action is what our soul is calling us to experience, that we can grow and become even greater than we are now. For me, I needed to switch from the shame mentality that I'm a bad person or a bad healer and nobody would want to come to a healer who's sick, to really, really feeling I am a divine soul who is called to know even more deeply the nature of illness and healing. I am being called to face my human fears, my shame, and overcome that because my soul yearns to go higher and is greater than those illusions. And so is every soul greater than those illusions. But beyond the spiritual nature of illness, there is a mundane illusion to deal with. Doctors, appointments, medications, insurance companies, bills. Too often in the U.S. and other countries, I'm sure, prolonged illness can leave people financially destitute. We can see this financial aspect evidence from how many people need to do an Internet funding campaign to pay for illness. And, it, and though it's an amazing way to share love and hope and to overcome the weaknesses of our system, it can also, for some of us, be a little humiliating and shameful. So I'll talk for myself here. 
I was beating myself up for not having proper insurance. I was beating myself up for choosing a very alternative lifestyle, which could not afford me any savings or retirement. I was beating myself up for not being able to handle this all myself financially. And I also feared others would judge me for these things as well. Why not? I was judging myself. But because I could not pay for my time off or my medical treatments, my beautiful friends put up a GoFundMe site, which was from their pure love. But then, you know what? There it was. My self-flagellation turned into very public shame. Then, as a result of the GoFundMe, so many beautiful people wrote such beautiful, loving things and offered so generously. It was so touching, and this helped me to get over my shame. But I still had to work to really receive their love and their help that they were so freely offering. I just had to get over myself. All this beating myself up, it's just a symptom of one of my deepest blocks, that unworthiness. And so I started with talking to my soulmates who had faced severe financial difficulties in her life. Just knowing she would know what it felt like and not judge, that lifted part of the shame. Okay, it was out there. And clearly, I was still loved and valued. In addition to benefiting from the many, many prayers and love and beautiful things people said to me that came my way, um, I also used two mechanisms for Sri Kaleshwa for releasing unworthiness and other deep pain, and so I'm going to recommend them today to you too. In the first one, you take a very strong shower, then you sit with your thumb in a rose and decharge all your pains, your fears, your negative thoughts. You do this by naming it and praying strongly for its release. Now you have to do this for as long as it takes, even hours, and then you just give the rose to the feet of a Shirdi Sai Baba Murti. Now I used this one once before when the unworthiness came up super strongly for me while I was at Tree Kleshwar's ashram in Penaconda, and now here I am doing it again. And I will continue to do it any time this old block of my illusion is holding me back, because it's very strong and beautiful. We are divine. Shame and unworthiness are pure illusion. We are particles of God. We are the Divine Mother in form. But sometimes we need to find that in ourselves again. Okay, the second technique I'm going to offer today is just giving it away to the Guru. Sri Kaleshwar said that we need to try to handle our suffering because it is our soul journey. But if it becomes too much, we can give it away. And I just want to read his statement here. Sometimes whenever you're going in a really hard time, just simply open your heart and ask him, Hey, I can't handle it. I'm pretty good done. I'm pretty good overtired. Please take away this pain. Then the Master's energy is there. But try to handle it as much as you can. It's your duty. So when I was over my edge, I went to my altar with Sri Kaleshwar, Shirdi Sai Baba, Jesus, and the Mother but you can go to your form of God. And there I bowed down to the floor, and in my mind I had a frank and open expression of my pain. But after that, I also sought to give away that pain. I said things like, You gave this. Show me the way through it. I want to grow from this. 
If this is what it takes, okay, but please, Baba, help me through. Take this for me. And after a pretty long crying and begging session there, I, I did feel the waves of relief wash over me. Okay, the final shame I want to address today is the shame of feeling we're not ourselves. We are not who we once were. In illness, we may lose or have to stop our work or activities which defined us. Our bodies may no longer look or feel the same. Our whole daily routine changes. You're just not who we used to be. And as long as we expect ourselves to be the old self, we will be in pain and shame. Because we are different. We will be different. That difference was the divine purpose of all of this, to find a different state of self. But it's not all that easy. And all I can do is share my own journey in this one and hope that it helps. At first, I had to take my consciousness off the painful and the shameful differences And this required some redefinitions of things, switching of my negative thoughts, which were defining these differences. And I did use a powerful mantra given by Sri Kaleshwar that helps to release negative thoughts to help me do that. And I've mentioned that before on Soul Talk. And if you want that powerful mantra, please write to me at cindy at divinelineage.org. But I really needed to stop the thoughts that were playing the negative side of these changes. And this mantra super helped me. Um, Let me give you the example. That At first I was thinking of my impending mastectomy as a kind of body mutilation, as a loss of my attractiveness. And the first time this cropped up within my thoughts, I told myself this was ridiculous. Come on, Cindy. The doctor said this was necessary. This is the way to be free of cancer. You can do it. But over several days, it just continued to pop up when I was tired or awake in the middle of the night. And each time it popped up, I did that mantra, and it did shift into that moment. I could go back to sleep, or I could fall asleep and rest. And after a few days, it just stopped popping up, and that's the power of that mantra. But also, something happened during that process that a beautiful divine soul from Leightonville offered me an even higher step, a redefinition of my mastectomy. And after we talked, I could see the mastectomy as part of a spiritual journey, a kind of surrender and offering to reach my highest spiritual state. Since my spiritual journey is the light of my life, my mastectomy then became part of that light. Ah, what a gift to be given, to be able to see and understand the whole thing from that state of spiritual knowing, surrender, and offering. And I want us to all feel that gift, to know that whatever we're facing, it is a spiritual journey we can meet. We can do it. We are divine souls here on a mission. This is part of that mission. What we have to face is not a shame or a loss, It's a chance to find the truth of our own souls, even in the process of illness or facing death. We can advance our soul energy. That is what this is meant to do. So let's let's help each other to remember that. 
Let's talk about it with our soulmates. Let's hold each other in non-judgment and love. Let's remind each other of our divine soul nature. The soul truth of us is still there, even though we are ill. With some help, it can be growing strong, even as the body weakens. Let's help each other. See and embody the divine nature of our illness journeys. And no matter where that journey leads us, let us see and know ourselves as God within. You have been listening to Divine Talk Radio. Heal, empower, and awaken. With your hosts from the Divine Lineage Healing Center in Laytonville, California. Namaste.